randomness is simply mankind's inability to perceive and comprehend God's patterned encryption. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi, my loves, and happy new year. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle podcast in 2021. This is Eileen, your host. So today we are talking about spirituality and consciousness. Before we get into the interview, I want to remind you to check out the 2021 Artist of Life workbook. It's a guided journal that I created to help you plan your most intentional and inspiring year. So with exercises on self-discovery, self-love, and life design, it's a tool to take you from where you are to where you want to be. You can check it out at shop.lavendare.com. Our guest today is Brandon Beecham. Brandon Beecham is a podcaster, entrepreneur, writer, philosopher, and truth seeker. In addition to founding an Inc. fastest growing company in 2015, he's the host of the Positive Head podcast, which has been consistently rated in the top five podcasts in the spirituality category on iTunes over the last five years. He's recently launched a new late night style consciousness elevating talk show called Optimistic and will be gifting his first book, The Golden Key, to the world this month in January 2021. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle. How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. So I'm very excited to ask you this first question because I'm just going to ask your question right back at you. You're uh -oh. in an elevator. <laughs> the person next to you looks over and asks, what's your passion? You have 10 floors to answer. I love that you're turning my own uh, cliche opening question <laughs> back on me. And, yeah, I'm excited for this. And, you know, I always over-communicate, so I'm instantly assessing how, long, how fast this elevator goes. I would say my, my greatest passion is helping, I have many passions, but my, my highest excitement is helping people to re-member, come back together and remember the, mm. that we're all one and that you are you're one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things and empowering people you know based off of that uh, foundational understanding of the nature of the situation in which they find themselves you know walking around on, on planet earth yeah very nice and can you tell us what is the story of your journey finding this belief like mm. getting into spirituality even entrepreneurship <sighs> Great question. And let me see, how can I tell this as concisely as possible? Uh, so I started yeah. having my own, I was raised very conservative Christian, you know, with very conservative Christian beliefs uh, in Virginia. I, I now live in California. And so, you know, around 21 or so, I met someone who had claimed to have uh, intuitive psychic abilities. And she did some experiments and things where I was sort of like, shocked in a good way. And it, and it got me to start considering, you know, things that I had never considered before. I was taught anything, you know, like that is, you know, kind of like witchcraft or evil. It's always the mm -hmm. devil, you know? Yeah. And, and so yeah. I was very intrigued. Like this person has really great intentions. This person just did this thing that really is interesting and, and, and excites what me. What was that thing? What, uh, you know, okay. So, example? so there was multiple things, but the big thing that really stuck out to me was uh, her claiming that her and her friend could talk telepathically. 
And so uh. I, I was very intrigued by this. And, uh, you know, I said, okay, prove it. So they, they sat there and they, you know, kind of stared at each other for a moment. And I remember that I, I basically, I think I'd given one of them a word to try and send the other one. And then the, it was like brown or something, a color. And then all of a sudden, after like five minutes of staring mm-hmm. at each other, the other one said the word. And I'm like, okay, I've been watching their lips. They didn't communicate this to each other. Like, wow. And, and that was the one that really kind of put me over the edge mm-hmm. after a few other, like, you know, examples of, of things that, that, that had me scratching yeah. my head. So um, it got me heading down the path of reading, you know, books on uh, initially out-of-body experiences. I started talking to my brother about the you know, astral projection, out-of-body experiences. Mm-hmm. He laughed at me, you know, like, what are you smoking? Um, and then I, I yeah. was telling him about it. And, I said, you know, lucid dreaming is the one one of the ways they say in this book that you can do this. And lucid dreaming, of course, for those who don't know, is when you can become aware in the dream state that you're actually laying in bed. Like, oh, I, 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 here I am in this dream, and the real me is in bed asleep, and I can now do anything. I can, and you can choose in that moment to say, okay, I want to leave my body, and you'll supposedly have a very powerful experience. So, I, I, you know, traveling the astral realm, as they call it, and so. Uh, I told my brother this is one of the techniques to do it. And he goes, well, that lucid dreaming thing I used to do as a kid. I know what you're talking about. So he went from one day making fun of me to the next day, like, looking like he'd seen a ghost. He goes, oh, my gosh, I became lucid by talking about it for the, you know, for the first time since I was a little kid, you know. And then I remembered what you told me, and I wow. said, I want to leave my body. And next thing I know, I'm standing, you know, I'm standing outside of my body. Uh, I wave my hand in front of my face. It's all energy. I then fly through a hole that oh, appears wow. in the ceiling. And he starts having experiences very similar to what was described in this book as the type of experiences you could and would have. And, you know, my brother is never the first guy in line for the roller coaster or seeking this kind of stuff, you know? So I, knowing him as well as I did, it's like, no, Ryan is not like wanting this stuff to happen. And actually it started <laughs> triggering happening to him more and more. And it, you know, it shook him a little bit. It was because it's yeah. so intense and he's like, it's, it's as real or realer than our waking reality for me wow. and, you know, for him. So, yeah. And at that point, have you had that experience or your brother had it first? I have not. No, I I tried and still to this day, I never have what I would consider to be an out-of-body experience. However, you know, these things got me going down the rabbit hole of the possibility of, you know, these these extrasensory abilities, which then led me to the idea of the connectedness of all things and this idea that all is Mm. literally one. And once I started playing with those ideas and exploring things like books like Conversation, with God, the Celestine Prophecy, Power of Now. These are some of the early books and conversations with God specifically, you know, basically was like this man having this interesting conversation with God, supposedly. And the, the whole message is, is you are it, it is you, separation is an illusion. And, you know, it all started really ringing so true to me in yeah. a way where I was like, oh my gosh, this is so logical. And not only that, it just was like a knowing in my own System And then I started playing with the ideas mm-hmm. and the results I was getting and the experiences I, I was having were, were so magical and, con, and, and affirming that, you know, I've never looked back ever since. And, and it yeah. truly has led me to some incredible places. Wow. Well, I want to hear what you mean by you're playing with this idea. What are these experiences that you started to mm. have once you started really believing and knowing that this is the truth? Yeah, yeah, great question. So, okay, let me let me give you an example. Carl Jung, Jung, m- many people are familiar with, who you know, mm-hmm. 
he, as I think he put it, um, synchronicity, he talked about, he, he, you know, is an ever-present reality for those who have an eye, eyes to see. Or my friend Robert Grant uh, recently said, I actually have it here in front of me because I just screenshotted it, it's so good. Um, he says, randomness is simply mankind's inability to perceive and comprehend God's patterned encryption, right? Mm, and so I yeah. started becoming sort of masterful at seeing the patterns and the synchronicity when I, yeah. you know, I would talk about something and then it's reflected back and in ways where it just gets really wild for me, uh, particularly, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. I have a lot of people on the positive head podcast and, and friends in my life, you know, living here, running this communal property called the mystic manor and, you know, the optimistic TV show that I'm now doing. Uh, I, I mix it up with so many people having profound experiences with, you know, extraterrestrial entities, multidimensionally astral traveling. And yeah. it, I was, I've never really had any of those, but what I've had so much of is this like you know, synchronistic kind of stuff where, you know, you start seeing the patterns. Um, I'll give you one example of a synchronicity in my life um, is, is my birthday. And, you know, um, my dad was 28 and had me on his birthday, July 28th. It was also his grandmother's birthday, my great grandmother. Her mother died on that day. My ex-business partner and now villain in my story, um, <laughs> and I had one of my favorite guests, Eben Alexander, who very he became very well known for his, he was a Harvard neurosurgeon who got um, meningitis and ended up in a coma. They thought he was gone. They pulled the plug. He miraculously came back. And he, all he remembered was what he was shown on the other side during this week. And one of the things I remember him saying when he was a guest on Positive Head was uh. that, you know, the villains are often your, your greatest allies and they play those roles for you, you know? And so my greatest villain in my story, uh, betrayer, uh, his business partner, friend, uh, his baby mama and grandmother, July 28th. I met a soulmate on, Oh wow! I met a soulmate on July 28th. Um, and Mm. it led to my last three romantic relationships through that meeting of her. And then of friend of a friend and another friend of a friend to this day over 10 years I'm still it's like the same pool you know of of souls that I'm connected to and um and her her boyfriend before me uh committed suicide on July 28th and his name was Anson all my relatives with July 28th are from Anson North Carolina that's not even half the story. Well, that's a so, lot of that's a yeah, lot of yeah, I, haven't even, I, I, I haven't even told it all to you yet. Like it just keeps going and going. <laughs> that's so enough I, I won't. For, I, yeah, I've exactly, heard it. Yeah. exactly, exactly. So that wow. kind of thing started happening to me in just dramatic fashion, yeah. you know, and leading me places into to just so much magic in my life. And you know what? I can relate to you when you talk about how you've experienced so much synchronicity because I have also in my life. But I, I'm also, I also relate to you in the sense that I've heard about all these other things, astral projection, extraterrestrial. Like mm-hmm. I, I've never experienced any of that. So I can't speak for that. But it's, right. it's nice to know because when you put it down to like if you experience coincidences or synchronicity, that is a sign enough. Uh, uh, that we're yep. all connected. You don't need anything yep. crazy. You don't, That's it doesn't right. have to be otherworldly. And I'm sure everyone out there has experienced things like this, but they just brush it off as, oh, it's just a coincidence. And for example, yep. like my brother's very logical. He's like, uh, everything's just random, you know? So, mm-hmm, so what mm-hmm. would you tell to people who just see the world as, oh, random? It's just a, a probability that you would bump into the same person three times in a week or, right? There, what do you say to those people? <laughs> 
I would I would <laughs> quote my friend Robert Grant again. Randomness <laughs> is simply mankind's inability to perceive and comprehend God's patterned encryption, and right. that's okay. It's 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 like he is where he is in his own. Uh, development and evolution and it's it's no it's not better to see the patterns than not or to be i i I think healthy skepticism is a very very good thing right but blind skepticism is you know i i think we got to be careful with that and i also trust that it's perfect like your brother is right where he's supposed to be on his own journey for 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 me like i I have friends like you we just talked about who literally are experiencing things multidimensionally all the time i had uh, an intuitive tell me brandon the reason you're not having that stuff you're meant to bring this information down to earth and Mm -hmm. if you are lost in the ether all the time i one time had a intuitive who said, oh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this July 28th thing for you, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm finally going to hear something really cosmic about myself, a past life or, yeah. you know, whatever. And and I had to laugh because it's like, okay, universe, I get it. She came back with, well, all I was shown was that it's going to keep happening to you, which it has. Wow. It's unfolded a lot since that. And then she goes, but I did find this. And it happened to be this very grounded 3D kind of thing. It was a survey they did in England to try and determine the best day to be born. And it was based, they t- surveyed 2,000 people or something. Guess what day they came up with? <laughs> July 28th. So, That's so random. Yeah, the July, best day to be and born. I just, <laughs> And it's which like, yeah, how do you quantify such a ridiculous thing? Um, what day is best? But I thought it was funny because it, I got the message. It's like, all right, universe, you're going to give me this really silly real world <laughs> thing, like a survey, you know. But, you I mean, know, have you looked it, into numerology? Like, I'm sure there's like a, a life lesson tied to numerology, right? Mm, you know, I know my life path is an 11. Okay. Uh, oh, that's really interesting. In that's like a master number. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's all about the spiritual quest. And, mm. uh, you know, I just did my gene key. Uh, I just started, are you familiar with gene keys? No. What is that? Oh, I so think cool. I've heard of it so once, but what is it? Richard, Richard Rudd. Uh, if you want me to connect you, I could, you may want to bring him on your podcast. I, he's like the, to me, he's like a modern day Alan Watts mm. and he's just, yeah. he was, he's probably 60 now in his late twenties. He had a full yeah. blast open experience for three days. He was experiencing multidimensionally. He downloaded this new divination method based, uh, methodology based off of the I Ching, which is 5,000 years old. And it ties into your genetic keys, which there's, I think, 64 things and characters in the I Ching. There's, and it very closely mirrors the, the genetic, the genetics almost identical of, of us humans. We now know. Wait, and is this human design? It's similar. He, is, he, 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 it okay, has, because that also uses I Ching. Yep. Yep. It ties in human oh. design and, and, uh, astrology and it's just okay, poetic yeah. and brilliant. And I just looked up my life path yeah. for the first time the other day and I was like, Oh my gosh. It's like, it, it basically says, here's your shadow. Yeah. Here's your gift. And here's your city, which is the full expression. And you have like seven or eight key points of what your, your genes, if you unlock your gene keys, the full potential comes forward. And mine was like all about using words. And if you use them, the, the shadow is manipulation. And, you know, the gift is leadership. And, you know, the city is humility. Which so is, this is called gene keys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Okay. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I encourage our listeners to explore these different things. There's so many ways to like discover yourself. Astrology is one. Human design is another. I guess gene keys. There's, I I just love all of these things, right? Destiny cards. Numerology, like exploring what your life path is. And 
it's interesting because all of these things will give you different answers, but if you put them all together, it, it, it just makes a yep. little more sense. Destiny cards is a really fun one too. I would recommend for people. Destiny cards. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know so many of these. Yeah, those are the main ones I'm familiar with. Destiny cards. It's like you know the the, the playing card deck. It was originally a divination method methodology. Like mm-hmm. it predates tarot. There's 52 cards in in the deck. There's 52 weeks in a year. There's four suits. There's four seasons. There's 12 royals. There's 12 mm-hmm. months. If you add up all the cards, they yeah. add up to 365 and a quarter. You know, if you make the Joker quarter. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, so instead of one in 12, like in astrology, you'll be one in 52. I'm a king of hearts. So you look that up and it's like the one who rules with love and, you know, that whole thing. And so it's like, ah, I can relate to that. I'm like super in my heart. And, you know, uh, it's it's really interesting to look up people. And then you can match people together and see, you know, how you work together (laughs) or relationships. I love that. Let's take a break to learn about our sponsor, BetterHelp. You guys know I love doing my own self-reflection through journaling, but sometimes I need an outsider's perspective to help me work through my issues and reveal what's holding me back. My favorite resource for that is BetterHelp's online counseling. I get to work out my thoughts with a professional counselor from the comfort of my own home. It's so convenient to be able to schedule a call or video chat when I need it. BetterHelp has 3,000 US licensed professional counselors specializing in everything from anxiety, relationships, anger, and more. You can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours. If you're ever unhappy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time with no additional charge. And of course, everything you share is confidential. BetterHelp is available on desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. You can talk to your counselor through video, phone, online chats, or text. Best of all, BetterHelp is truly an affordable option, and they also offer financial aid for those who qualify. As a special offer to the Lavender Lifestyle listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with the discount code LAVENDARE. To get started with convenient, professional, and secure counseling today, go to betterhelp.com slash LAVENDARE. You'll fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and quickly get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash LAVENDARE. All right. So Brandon, I know that you are an expert at manifesting. So can you share what are the steps to manifesting, especially for people who are just starting out? Ooh, okay. Well, I am about to gift my first book mm-hmm. to the world that is, goes into these eight keys. The book is called The Golden Key. And if people go to goldenkey.gift, they can act, it's going to come out the 1st of Jan- January 5th, um, but people can register to get it, you know, gifted mm-hmm. to them for free when it comes out. And that goes into great detail on, on how I've manifested, you know, from my friend's couch to an Inc. 500 fastest growing private company in the U.S., you know, achieving what, as far as the success of it, what one in 10,000 entrepreneurs sets out to do. And, and it's not because I'm smarter or better, or it's actually that the whole book is saying, actually, I am you and you are me. And if I can do it, you know, anything you can dream up, God, mm-hmm. source, higher self, Uh, has been there, done that, and gotten the t-shirt. And that includes you having from this moment forward the most incredible experience even beyond your imagination, right? So the first time, speaking of intuitives, I'll give an example of this. First time I ever had an an intuitive reading, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. I I was uh, sat down randomly in front of a woman at like a mall thing. You know, it's like, oh, let's do this. And she goes, she looked at me and she goes, I see you at a cold place like Chicago in business. And my jaw hit the floor because I was a senior in college. I was planning to move to Chicago afterwards and work for my uncle in business. And then she said, but there's this whole other path in California and music. Mm -hmm. 
And a year later, I ended up, you know, forming a band and then meeting someone from California who brought us out here. So what was she seeing in that moment? She was seeing the potential Brandons. Okay. So what I say is our life plays out at the corner Uh. of free will and destiny. It's all destined because Einstein proved if you shoot me into outer space, bring me back a day later, I'm a day older and you've been dead a hundred years or something, right? So we, are, we already know science has proven uh, uh, time is illusory. Mm-hmm. So it's all already happened. Your fifth birthday party is just happening mm-hmm. on another channel right now that you're not tuned into. Same with the, same uh, with the future. So an wow, intuitive wow. like that woman or my friend that initially kind of opened me up, all they're doing is tapping into those subtle energies of potentialities. If anyone ever tells you this is definitely happening, run because Mm -hmm. there's no way anyone could ever say that because you have free will. So it's destined because it's already happened, but then free will comes in because there's sources so infinite, it plays out every possibility, every timeline. Sort of like Neo in The wow. Matrix when he comes in at the very end to, to the architect and all the other Neos yeah. are playing on the screen. It's like, which one are you going to choose this time? Well, <laughs> yeah, you want to experience crazy. the greatest and grandest version of yourself. And like I said, no matter how grandiose it is, Source has been there, done that, and gotten the t-shirt. So you start, I tap into that, you be it to see it. You know, most people Mm -hmm. do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy. It actually works the opposite. You be something like happy and then you find yourself doing and having things that are a reflection of that. There is no out there Mm -hmm. out there. You are in your own private Y-O-U universe. (laughs) You're the only one here and it's all reflecting you back to you. So of course I make it. Of course Mm -hmm. I have the big breakthrough and do cool, fun things and so can you, because I'm just a prop in your movie, right? I'm just a part of your consciousness reflecting mm-hmm. you back to you in the form of this character that you actually created. And when you start playing with that conceptually as how things work, I always say, hey, listen and, and explore it with an open mind. I, don't take my word for it. You're, you, you, you know, you're a smart person. Yeah. Play with it and let the results speak to whether or not there's something to this or not. And once you do, buckle up your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what I'm hearing is the main part of it is you have to be the energy and the emotions of the, the greatest, grandest version of you, correct? Yep. So it's about the energy, emotion. It's right. And then also, it's crazy when I think of like, okay, there's a lot of futures that are already happening that are destined, but, but there's an infinite amount of them. And you get to yep. choose which one to follow. That's right. That's Yep. It's just it's insane. Crazy, right? Like my it's mind so is so empowering. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because it's because the question like, do you believe in fate? It doesn't tell the whole story. Fate is not just one path, right? Yep. That's right. It, it's relative truths. Mm-hmm. So most people have struggle with these chords, and, and it's it's obviously challenging for our our human mind to fully wrap around the idea that we yeah. are floating in eternity, like you've always been. <laughs> it's all happening yeah. now on different channels, mm-hmm. and this is the eternal yeah. moment. You and I are always having this conversation, and so once you start That's playing scary. with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit intimidating, <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. but. It, and it's 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 so beautiful too because you realize you can't ultimately you can't ultimately lose. You are infinitely supported. Mm-hmm. It's this is this is how God experiences herself. It creates separation, it forgets who and what it is, it experiences lack, limitation, all those things, but they're only a tool so that when you come back to the re-membering who and what you are, then it actually means something. Because if 
it's all one and it's all love, which is what's going on at the root level, then that becomes mm-hmm. meaningless in eternity. Ha, ha, you know, mm. be that for eternity and there there is nothing else. It's just and one it, same it, thing, it, so it's, it's boring. There's no, right? there's no contrast. We make it interesting. Yep, that's exactly yeah. what's happening. So once I call it relative truth. So you got you start playing with it like this, where two apparently contradictory things that are both true, right? Or, or mm-hmm. a conversations with God refers to it as a divine dichotomy. So you and I are separate. We can both agree to that, right? You're you're you, I'm me, we're separate beings. But from another perspective, yeah. you and I are one. Like literally, it, the consciousness that animates my form is the consciousness that animates your form. You're talking to you. Right. And so both of those yeah. are true based off the vantage point from which you're speaking and looking, right? And at the ultimate vantage point, you are... You are it. It is you. You slide up the scale from the little avatar human back. You're taking the journey back to oneness, which is in all the memory comes with that of who and what you've been, what you'll do. It's like it's you know the cir- it's a circle, right? We we depart out only to come back to where we started, and that's what we do for eternity. Beautiful. So, can I ask you, Brandon? Are there any mistakes that you have made or that anyone can make in their spiritual consciousness mm. journey? Yes, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything truth. is meant to be, right? Yeah. Relative truth. So depending on the outcome in which you seek, you could judge something as a mistake. If my aim right now is to, you know, go to a, an event in Colorado tomorrow, but I get on a plane to New York... We could call that a mistake from one perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from uh, another perspective, it's always, there's never been a mistake from the grandest perspective. It's always whatever's transpiring. And this is this is the hardest one for a lot of people. When I say there's never been a victim in all of eternity, that triggers a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, however, once you start playing with the idea that everything that ever shows up is a is somehow an energetic reflection of either your current energetic state or a past energetic state, or even, once again, let's call it past lives. A more accurate thing would be to call it parallel lives because it's all happening. I have a friend who's very sensitive to this stuff. She she dreams at night and she'll live 20 years in another lifetime, wake up and it's the morning. And she's like, Brandon, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, but I can tell you everything you want to know about that other life. Details, details, details. And it's like story time with her is so fun. And (laughs) she's not, she's very unassuming. She's not someone who's quack, quacky, like, you know what I mean? She dates a celebrity. She's like, you know, very cool, like person, very talented artistically. And like she was telling me, you know, not too long ago, she was sitting at a piano and it's not just when she's sleeping. And all of a sudden, she was uh, sitting at a piano, and it triggered her into a lifetime in the 1800s where she was playing the piano and crying because her partner had either left or died or, mm. you know, left her there. Something was going on where it was very emotional. And she connected in, and she was simultaneously in both yeah. realities. Wow. And she was actually able to play the same melody on the piano here that was being played there, even though she's not a piano player. Wow. So these are the walls coming down between these other us's. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's, once you start playing, oh my gosh, but what about the child that this thing happened to that's so awful from a certain perspective? And I would just say, yes, from one perspective, what you're talking about, it's, it's really awful. And from another perspective, that is not a 
that is, child wasn't created five years ago when they were born. It incarnated, the soul incarnated in the physical dimension five years ago, and it's actually an infinite be- eternal being, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That chooses every con- soul contract, every agreement, every yeah. villain, every, mm-hmm. every you know, it, it's, it's all divinely orchestrated. And how we get off this wheel of karma, because what happens is, is I do this to you, you do it to me. Okay, mm-hmm. next lifetime, I'm coming, yeah. you know, and it goes on and on and on until we wake up to the game and we say, I'm just going to love. My favorite quote is, love is the answer now. What was yeah. the question? So once you start understanding that's how you break all the cycles, then you start ascending up. You lighten yeah. up, you en- get enlightened, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, that's, that's the beautiful game that we're playing and, Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, once, yeah, think about it. I mean, could something as perfect as God make a mistake, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's literally, I believe when we pass over and we can see how perfectly woven the web is that every soul is getting exactly what they need to become the next greatest and grandest version of themselves. When we can see the beauty and the genius of the what might appear chaotic when you're zoomed mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. will weep at the beauty of it, the stunning yeah. beauty of what, and the genius of it. Yeah. So your and no one can ultimately be hurt. It, it's a, it can only pretend to be hurt. This is a this is a movie. They uh, you know they look at yeah. this on the other side. Uh, Journey of Souls is a great book where a guy puts people under hypnosis and he he documents. Okay, you died in your past life. Now where'd you go? And and, and these people recounting everything from the other side, kind of like Evan Alexander in in. Who I talked about earlier, the Harvard mm-hmm. neurosurgeon, same kind of thing. They're all reporting back similar thing, structures. And yeah. they, they, Journey of Souls talks about it, countless people he did over 30 years. And they're like, yeah, we look at that as like, oh, I'm going on stage. I'll see you AD, see you after death, like going into <laughs> the illusion. Like it's, yeah. it's a stage. Yeah. You know, we're untouchable. I love that. It's, it's an illusion. This lifetime is temporary. It's, I, I mean, I, I know that some people will understand what we're talking about, but some people will be like, whoa, that is so out there because everyone has a different perspective on life. But I, I think because I have a background, like I grew up Buddhist. And so reincarnation, karma, these were right. things that I grew up learning and hearing these stories of like, it, it's, that's why I accept it. And I believe it is mm. normal to me. But if like, you know, just, I know I have some listeners out there that are like, what is sure. this? Well, but, I, I think it's, I think, it's, I think Buddhism- it's okay. You know, I, yeah, absolutely. Where you're at in your journey, you can throw all this out and say, hogwash, doesn't, no way, not interested. Yeah. That's perfect too. There, there is no better. Yeah. There, there, it's all part yeah. of it all. And, you know, but once you do start playing with it, you know, Buddhism is interesting because, you know, Buddha never taught, hey, worship me, I'm this, that, or that. Even, even Jesus, the story of Jesus, what was he actually teaching? He was saying, I and the Father are one, Right. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. He was saying with the faith yeah. of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. That's law of attraction. That's mm-hmm. what we teach. Hey, if I, I be it to see it, yeah. right? He was saying, you know, when they put him on, he, he, he said, you'll do greater things than I. Let me wash your feet. You know, he knew. Yeah. He, he was just teaching this thousands of years ago. They were about to stone him. And, and they said, we're going to stone you because you say you're God. And he, he's like, hold on but isn't it written in your Old Testament books? Ye are gods. So that was like his defense even. He was just saying all of this. It was hijacked and then taken by people who wanted control and power and 
King James, let me edit this. And no, I don't like this book. Let me change this. Let me, you know, and it became a mechanism for control. He never said, worship me. He said, you'll do greater things than I. I, it's all, I am one with it all. I am God. He was just teaching this very same thing, but we all are. So humility is important. I'm no, I'm no more it than you are listening. Right. Totally. All right, so I have some questions from Instagram for you. Mm. The first question from Yan is, how do you know you are awakening? And she also asks, like, what are some simple practices for beginners who have just started this spiritual journey? Great question. Um, how do you know you're awakening? Everything is vibrational in nature. Nothing can show up in your world that is not a vibrational reflection of where you're at in some way. So guess mm-hmm. what? If you're hearing these words right now, you're awakening because that's what Mm. I represent. That's what my soul's dharma is. I I said, Mm. I want to have the experience of reminding some part of myself that pretends to forget so that I can feel good in doing that. And you said, oh, I love you so much. I'll forget so that you can have that experience. And maybe you'll return the favor one day And, and on and on. These are the types of games we play. So if you have out of 7 billion, 8 billion people on the planet and all the media vying for your attention and you're tuned in to little old me and little old you right now, right? <laughs> then guess yeah, what? It, it means something. Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a vibrational yeah. reflection of you. You can't, it can't True. be in your space unless you're a match for it. That's why I give no energy to, you know, I, I've said my whole life, I don't believe in getting sick. And I'm not going to say I've Mm. never been sick, but compared to the average person, never broken a bone, never been in a hospital, never had an ache Mm. or a pain. And so I just made it up. I'm just really good at telling stories. And abracadabra actually translates to I create as I speak, right? So Mm. I'm just casting spells, spelling with my words. And and that's what we're all learning to do. So if you're just some of the practices now, I I would suggest um, obviously meditation, Obviously, yoga. Meditation, what is that? How do I do it? Just sit with yourself. Whatever happens, you've already a success just making the Mm -hmm. time to do it. A thing that I've started doing recently that is incredible is um, breath work. Uh, Wim Hof. If if you download Wim Hof's free app, and it's W-I-M and then H-O-F, and and just start doing his breath work exercises uh, and and do that... 15 minutes a day or something, it's like you get so high from taking in the, the resource. You know, my, my, the golden key is modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. That's what my book is about, right? And we're all infinitely abundant when we t- tap into, we're, we're one with the source that created all of this. Not only this planet, everything you see and everything non-physical too. That's how abundant we actually are. And so what I love about breath work is it's breathing. Breath is the only thing that's still free. I mean, you can go about... <laughs> 40 days without foodish, you know, something like that, but it also cost. Uh, you can go about four days without water, also at cost. You can go about four minutes only without breath, and it's the only thing that's the, it's the most abundant and yeah. still the only thing free. So it, yeah. everything is a reflection, right? So if I'm taking in deep breath, what am I saying? It, it's a reflection of my ability, my my capacity, how much abundance mm. I can call in. So I actually envision it as, um, as, as energy chi flowing mm-hmm. into every cell of my being. So I'm just literally drinking it in. And it's mm-hmm. so simple. And how good you feel afterwards is like, wow. Yeah. Um, with, you know, that, that app, I mean, there's other, other ways you can find very, and it's just so simple. 
Yeah, no, I, I totally attest to that. I tr- like I I think did breath work for the first time last year for a few sessions. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy how something so simple can have such a crazy impact. Like you're just breathing in a deeper way, but you've you've never done yeah. that before. And it, it's, it just is crazy. <laughs> it's amazing. It, re- it really is. Yeah. Risa asked, do you deal with anxiety and how, how do you cope with anxiety mm. in your spiritual journey? Great question. So a lot of times... same answer is one of the ways, breathing. If you notice when you're anxious, check out your your breathing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Shallow. How much breath are you, how much oxygen are you taking in? You can't be upset. Next time you're upset and feeling triggered, take some deep breath. That's why I say take a deep breath because you can't be breathing deeply and be anxious and upset. They don't, they don't work. It doesn't work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, yeah. you know, two, two poles, you know, and positive and negative forces on a battery, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, so folk breath is a great way. The thing that serves me the most is when you, you're going to have things I, on your spiritual journey, as you awaken, you know, most people, a lot of times people portray it as love, light, flowers, angels, you know, but actually what happens for a lot of you, for all of us is the, the blockages that you have come to the surface to be released and transmuted. So we all have trauma from our own lifetimes, from other lifetimes, from our ancestral. It's in our DNA. Like we carry it forward. And they science shows this kind of stuff too, by the way, yeah. how you carry these things forward in your DNA. It's really mm-hmm. fascinating. So a lot of us at this point in our journey and on planet Earth, we're here to help clear out a lot of trauma, even from our, our ancestral line. So mm-hmm. these things come up and a lot of times people run from them in avoidance. And, you know, Richard Rudd, remember the Alan Watts, modern day Alan yeah. Watts I said earlier, he says, fear is safe. And a lot of times I love that quote because fear is one of the things, I mean, we all of a sudden I'm scared to feel what I'm feeling and I'm feeling these, this anxiety or whatever. What if you, you invited your demons to tea and you give, you give them names, you give your fears and your anxiety names and you treat it with love because what is it Mm. actually? It's a part of self that is uh, blocked and stuck because there's no love there. Love is the answer Mm -hmm. to clearing it up. Mm -hmm. So if you're brave enough to face it and invite it in and sit with it and move through it and move through that memory and be with it, all of a sudden now it can be released. It's gotten, you know, and and you bring acceptance, surrender on our spiritual Mm -hmm. journey. What we're going to have to do over and over as we expand into becoming (laughs) source, surrender. Oh my gosh, I'm getting stretched into what? Hold on. I'm remembering these other lifetimes simultaneously. Oh my God. Surrender, surrender, surrender. That's going to be a big part of it. And trust the mystery. Trust that it is all happening for love. And so you're going to come to that point time and time again. But as you bring that in as your foundational perspective, and you rewire your neural network to view reality in this way, it becomes easier to do because for me, you know, I started the Positive Head podcast because, and I do it five days a week, because I say we teach best what we most need to learn. So it was a way for me to just wire my brain so much so I can't go five seconds without something quote unquote negative happening and saying, hmm, why is this happening for me? What is this showing me about myself? Why did I call this into my reality vibrationally? Because everything is vibration and I know it can't be here unless I somehow co-created it. And then you start seeing it through the lens that your higher self sees things through. And you that lump of coal now starts, you start the diamond that's behind it waiting to be discovered starts to show itself because you're not mm-hmm. locked into fear and re, what you resist persists. 
what you accept, mm-hmm. you move through. So you're now start mm. inviting it in and you become more and you find there's these, these challenge points are actually your greatest gift hiding behind it, waiting for you to, to, to work through it. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. That whole segment. It was amazing. <laughs> mm, my pleasure. Now I have some rapid fire questions that I ask all of our guests. Are you ready? I'll try to be rapid with my answers. <laughs> I know. It's okay. Just do you. The first question is, what does your dream life look like? This. <laughs> it looks like beautiful, it beautiful. looks like friends, celebration, fun, joy. We came here. My my favorite, I don't quote the Bible often, but the, the one quote I almost always am throwing out there, lest ye become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. So what were you like as a child? You were mm-hmm. playful. You were imaginative. You were creative. Well, of course you're creative. I love it when people say I'm not creative. It's like it's it's like a great cosmic joke. You are actually the creator and created rolled into one. You designed the, your life is literally your soul's art that they designed, right? And so you are an infinitely creative yeah. being. R- tap back into that inner child is waiting for you to, you've been, you were sold, you know, you were sold on, I, I've seen this quote, don't, don't grow up, it's a trap. It's not a trap unless you get sold on what it means to be an adult, right? I like to say I'm the poster adult mm-hmm. for childhood. And, um, <laughs> you know, I literally, I'm 46 years old. I've never had an acre of pain. It's literally just wow. like celebration all around me. Young people, old people, you know, age is like a joke to me because yeah. it's like I'm an eternal being. And so, like, I, I feel better than I did at 21. I, you know, everything around me, I'm not going to say there's not challenges, but I, I face them with courage and know yeah. that they're happening for me ultimately. And so that's my dream life is, 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 is play really in lightening up and getting enlightened. And that that's the path and helping other people to free. We're all held victim by our thoughts and beliefs about mm-hmm. what reality is. And that's my, my greatest joy is this. You can hear it, right? You can feel yeah, how I love I'm it. like, it's like, I'm like, it's like being plugged into a light socket. Like, oh my gosh, I get the <laughs> chance to, to tell these, remind these people of how magnificent they are because, and they've yeah. forgotten, you know? It's like, ah, oh, yes. That. Thank you so much. Okay, what is one book or resource that you recommend to everybody? I've already thrown out Conversations with God. I think that's a, right up there. Um, for those who are a little further down the rabbit hole with these perspectives, there's a book called Oneness by Rasha, R-A-S-H-A. And that I, I look at as the handbook for ascension. You know, a lot of people refer to what's happening mm. to mankind as we're ascending vibrationally. We're, we're, you know, everything is vibrational in nature. We're, the cells that make me up, the particles, the atoms, they're not solid at all. They're 99.9999% space. When we zoom in on them, they're mm. actually just vibrations of energy popping in and out of existence so fast they appear solid, just like a flicker on a, on a mm-hmm. screen. And so, um, you know, ascension, it's, it's like it, the vibration is like go, is tuning up, tuning up as we become more of our yeah. divine self. So oneness is, I view as like a guidebook for ascension. Here's some of the symptoms. Here's some things you're going to expect. Here's what might throw you. You mm-hmm. might think something's wrong because you're getting sick when really it's just this, you've allowed for this thing to come through you to be healed and it's exiting, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. I really love that book. Power of Now is another great one. Um, untethered yeah. soul. That's more than one I named. <laughs> okay. Thank you. What is one habit that has changed your life? Doing my podcast five days a week. 
You know, it's, it's, oh, it's yeah. a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And so by starting to do that five years ago, um, it really took me from knowing this. Um, it's one thing to know all this theoretically, and then it's another to actually embody it and live it. And when the, you know, to, mm. it's like, you, you know, you can, you can preach all about this stuff. And then all of a sudden someone throws, comes at you and cuts you off on the f- freeway and flicks you off and you're in a, stage of you're in rage instead of you know understanding uh that everyone is actually you know i think it was uh, rumi who said treat everyone as if they're your master and you're the student and and once you start can actually walking that talk and 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 what does that mean it's like hold on the guy on the road that just flicked me off and cut me off as my master he he's giving you what you need to become the greatest and grandest version of yourself. He doesn't know he's your master in that moment. He's teaching you something. He's just vibrationally showing up as a reflection of what you need, right? So it's it's really, really empowering when you start to understand. It's like, hmm, everyone is, whether they know it or not, they can be the biggest idiot ever, but they're giving me the medicine I need to become a master, which, you know, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor, and you came here to become a skilled mm-hmm. sailor. So... What does that require? Okay, let's throw some wild stuff at you. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, the next one is what is the best life or career advice that you've ever gotten? I had someone tell me early on that they viewed me, and there's a family member who's really successful in business and that I really admired and looked up to, and he said, you know, Brandon, you're like the eternal optimist, and um, and Mm. don't lose that because... What happens when you start to, you know, the, the Chinese parable, like fall down seven times, stand up eight. A lot of teams, times people fall down two and then they're like, okay, that's it. I tried. This is too hard. I, I surrender. I give in. I'm going to go into the box that everyone else who's in the box tells me I should go into. And I never stopped being optimistic. Yeah, which is why my new show is Optimistic, you know, the TV Optimistic, stuff. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you guys go to Optimistic.tv, awesome. you can check that out. But, um, yeah, so it's um, – it, that is that has really been the key. I, that I, I've – you can hear, like, the childlike quality because children are that way. They're just they, – they fall, they scratch their knee, they get up, and they're playing hard. Five minutes later, they're not holding a grudge. They're not listening to a story of I can't, you know. And so as long as you, you only lose when you quit, when you, when you surrender, you, you, you know, hush that inner child, that's when you start on the slippery slope to, to misery. And I have been mm-hmm. fairly proficient at not doing that. Awesome. Okay. This is the last one. Finish the sentence. The most amazing part about life is? All of it. Love it. Yes. All of it happening all at once already happened. Infinite timelines. It's all perfect. (laughs) There's never been, there's never been a moment more precious or divine than this moment, nor can there ever be. They're Mm -hmm. all equally Mm -hmm. divine waiting for you to bring awareness to that truth. And when you start seeing that and seeking that in the moment, in the mundane Monday afternoon at the water cooler or whatever it is, and you become aware enough to start perceiving through that lens, now you've started to merge with your higher self in the way it sees reality. And you realize it's all so divine. And that then leads to seeing more things that are more easily identifiable. As It's easy to say, wow, this is a beautiful 
you know, moment standing on the cliff in Switzerland overlooking the, you know, the mountains or whatever it is with my, the love of my life. Like, okay, that's easy, right? But when you can start seeing the beauty and the struggle and the hardship, by doing that, you level up where you actually attract more of those moments that are easily defined as profound. Love it. All right, Brandon, where can we find you online? Hmm. Well, I threw out a couple couple places. So, of course, the podcast, if you guys, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, wherever you're getting this podcast, search yeah, Positive, Positive Head Podcast. Positive mm-hmm. Head Podcast. Um, of course, PositiveHead.com if you want to go all the way back to the beginning. I have 1,300 plus episodes. And, wow. you know, they're a great way to rewire your neural network, you know. just It's just like literally you create new connections in the brain that help to get you in a place where you perceive reality in this way. Um, let's see. Optimistic is my new, you know, uh, variety TV talk show, you know, consciousness centric talk show where I have live musical performance, live visionary artist interview, um, retreat guests that come co-create it live, you know, 30 people in a very cozy cuddle puddle kind of audience. Um, so that's a, a, a big passion, uh, optimistic.tv. Uh, let's see. And then I'm about to launch my first book, which is Golden Key. If you guys go to goldenkey.gift, I'm going to gift it to the world. And then I invite everyone at the end of the book to play this very, you know, interactive Mm. manifestation game. Because at the end of the day, talk is one thing. Let's see evidence. Well, here, here's a way, I lay out a way that we actually can see and create that evidence together and uh, help to really uh, burn into our hearts and minds mm-hmm. that this stuff is real. Like it really works. And, uh, let's, let's, let's do it together. You know? So I, I do that. And then of course, you know, if you search my name, Brandon Beecham on any of Instagram or any of those places, you'll find me as well. So. Okay. Thank you so much, Brandon. This was so mind opening and I'm sure our listeners have enjoyed this. I, I just love your energy. Keep doing what you do. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I, it's such an honor to be on your show. And uh, all of you out there listening, you know, just keep on looking for that. You know, you never, you're never going to see the rainbow looking down, as Charlie Chaplin said. (laughs) Keep looking up. It's all happening for you. And the best is yet to come. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Brandon Beecham. Make sure to check him out, The Positive Head Podcast, Optimistic, and his new book, The Golden Key, which I'll link in the show notes down below. So now I'll wrap up with some takeaways from our talk today. The first takeaway is this deep inner knowing and a reminder to everyone that we are all one and we are all interconnected. The answer to all of it is love. Bring love, acceptance, and surrender to everything, and fear and shadows will dissipate that way. The next takeaway is to be aware and conscious of the synchronicities happening right in front of you. Pay attention to the patterns and see how all things are connected. It's not just a coincidence. There could be more to it. I personally believe that synchronicities are a sign from the universe telling you that you're on the right path. Another main takeaway from today is on manifestation, how Brandon talked about recognizing all the infinite possibilities, infinite timelines that are happening all at once, and your job is to tap into the greatest, grandest path, which has to do with feeling the energy, emotion, and vibration of the grandest version of you. Lastly, if you guys are interested in exploring new resources, Brandon mentioned Gene Keys, Destiny Cards, Wim Hof Breathwork, the book Conversations with God, and also Oneness by Rasha. Those are the ones that I wrote down for myself to check out. So 
Just wanted to recap that for you guys right there. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please share it on Instagram or Twitter. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Sending you so much love. Bye.